Hey everybody, it's Anna J. Wallner with the Author Library, and today I have with me Skylar Shore. Skylar, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank um, you. So I'm Skylar Shore, and I was originally born and raised in South Africa. I ended up spending a few years, 10 years in New Zealand. And currently I live in England with my husband and two sons. And I'm a stay at home mum during the day and a writer, writer, writer by night. I, isn't that always the case? We wait until our kids go to sleep and then it's like trying to stay awake to, to, to finish De whatever. Definitely. Otherwise, daytime, I have to write with Paw Patrol in the background, which isn't really an inspiration for what I'm trying to do. So yeah, I, I feel kind of you <laughs> uh, on that too, too much um, because mine is usually frozen. So it's either let it go or uh, into the unknown or something that's playing in the background. And I'm like, oh, Lord have mercy. It's just best to wait until... Yeah, Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, once the kids hit the bed, that's it. You know, mommy gets her laptop out and it's kind of me time then. So, yeah, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, no, no, definitely not. But, yeah, it's uh, it's tough because uh, sitting there, you watch the clock and I keep telling myself, I'm like, I have got to go to bed. One more chapter, one more sentence, one more paragraph. <laughs> that is so true. And every morning I wake up and I think, why? Why did I go to bed at one in the morning? I'm exhausted. And then the next night, it just the exact same thing happens. I'm like my own worst enemy, but you know, I've just kind of learned to deal with it now. Just roll with it. I think, I think probably the best thing, I don't know if you do this, but um, after, after you've uh, decided to call it a night, then you lay down and you're trying to sleep. And then a thought comes in your mind and every night let me tell you and it's like why and I can't just ignore it and I can't just write things down because I'm so weird like my brain doesn't work like normal people's so I can't just jot down little bullet points because I get these phrases in my head and I'm like I have to write down the phrase and I can't do that in the dark and I can't put the light on at three o'clock in the morning because my husband has to get up for work so yeah it's why does that happen to us? Like when we're trying to unwind, all these things pop in our heads. I know it, it's, I, I say that that's when, uh, that's when the muse always wants to visit me. That creative inspirational spark is like what is, it, 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 I, and I always tell myself, I'm like, I will remember this in the morning. You never, never do. do. I know this is why I have to get up and fight it, especially because it's it's not just ideas that pop in because ideas are okay. I can jot them down quickly, but it's actual phrases and then scenes just start to unfold. And I'm like, I know I'm going to forget this. So I have to get up and do it now. But then um, I always regret it the next day. If you have your phone, so like go to go to like a voice memos thing. Mm -hmm. And um, just just make yourself a voice memo really quickly. That's what I do. I tried that once in the middle of the night and I crept into the bathroom and I did that. And my four-year-old came out and he was like, mommy, who are you talking to? It's like four o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh, damn, I don't think I can do that anymore. And because 
I live in a house, it kind of creaks a little bit when I go up and down the stairs if everything is super quiet. So uh-huh. I'm like a ninja trying to get down the stairs without waking anyone and everything is dark and then you know you always stub your toe when it's dark and then you can't you can't scream or do anything because everyone's sleeping it's just yeah I'm, I'm so glad I'm not the only one that that happens to because I just thought it was weird no 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 it's it's completely well between you and me it's completely normal um well, hey I've got one other person in my corner that'll do for me me too so yeah um but no I it it is it is always whenever I'm trying to fall asleep and that's when this person like yeah need to remember that and then I never do so um so I have started to make little notes on my phone so um for and it's usually like the next the next book that I'm working on or the next something that I'm working on or maybe not even that it's it's a completely different anything and it's just totally completely random, but it's too pretty to not, to not forget. That so. is golden when that happens. I love it. it is. You're kind of immersing yourself in a story that you're writing at the moment. And then you get these like new characters pop in and you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, at least you don't have to worry about what's coming next because you've already got these ideas in the pipeline. So yeah, I love it when that happens. Yeah, that is the 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 fun and the excitement of uh, creativity that we yes. get to have um, as part of that. And 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 you your series you have you have a series out now, um, mm-hmm. the uh, the Us Duology series, and it's a new adult romance series that follows two characters, Cassidy and Harley. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Yes, of course. So as you said, um, it's called The Astuology and it consists of two books. The first one is called The Power of Us. And it kind of centers around 18-year-old Cassidy, who was orphaned at a young age. And she kind of hopped around foster homes, um, nothing bad or any or traumatic or anything like that. But, you know, she never kind of had the grounded roots that you would have in a stable family home. So she has a few emotional walls up because of that. Um, and she, she's a very driven young lady, which is what I love about her. She knows what she wants. She set goals for herself, which is to become a journalist. And she's very specific in her aspirations about where she wants to work. And there's a bit of backstory there as to why she's chosen this place, which I won't go into because I don't want to spoil the story. No. But there, there is a reason for her wanting to work at The Artifact, which is um, a prestigious newspaper in New York. And so she manages to get herself into Columbia University and she's studying towards her journalism degree and in comes Harley and he's the publisher of The Artifact which is the paper she wants to work at so he offers an internship to her class and that's sort of how their instant relationship starts there's an instant attraction there but they're very different people Harley's 29, he's worldly, he's successful, he's confident. Cassidy is very much naive when it comes to, you know, real life. And she's quite guarded, as I said. She's got a bit of self-doubt that she deals with. Um, so on paper, they're completely opposites. But there, there is something there. There's a connection there. And as they 
as they start working together because she gets the internship. So as they start working together and they start spending time together and getting to know each other, it kind of evolves from more than just the instant attraction that they had. Um, it's a bit of a slow burn, you know, they get to know each other a bit and their relationship kind of unfolds that way. But as anything in life, you know, nothing is smooth sailing and there are obstacles, you know, life gets in the way, you have outside sources that you need to deal with. Not everyone is accepting of their relationship. So they kind of, they grow together as a couple because each of them, as I said, Harley is quite a, a confident person, but he has his own hidden demons that he deals with. He has these nightmares about a very specific person, which I won't mention because I don't want to give the plot away, but he has these nightmares that kind of emotionally haunt him a little bit and he deals with a bit of guilt of his own. And so these two kind of, they grow together in their relationship and in life as well. And they kind of lean on each other and discover that, you know, by being together, they kind of bring out the best in each other and whatever else is happening around them. It's kind of them against the world. And so, so, so they have some interesting things that they have to deal with. And because Cassidy is quite young and naive, she doesn't have a lot of life experience. She makes some really stupid decisions and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. All? Yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it because she does some frustrating things. And as I was writing it, I kind of knew that, you know, there's going to be certain points in the book where people are going to literally want to pick it up and throw it against the wall. And hopefully they won't do that with the Kindles. But, you know, there are going to be frustrating parts where they're going to just think, oh, my gosh, I'm pulling my hair out. Why is she being like this? You but, know, that's that is a, 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 a that's that's whenever you know that the reader is emotionally invested in the character that you've created. Mm-hmm. And but it was important for me to kind of stick to her character and how how she is. I I couldn't make her unrealistic. I had to right. kind of stick within, you know, she's an 18-year-old girl, she is naive, she has self-doubt issues, she's not going to get it right all the time, you know, and because real life is not like that. It no. just unfortunately it is. And I know that I write fiction and you want readers to get lost in a world, to forget about real life situations. But at some point there has to be a balance. And I wanted yeah. their I wanted their situations to be realistic. And as the story progresses, both of them, but especially Cassidy, grows immensely as a character. And you can see her mature in life, in her relationship, in I have to read these. I have Sorry? to read these. I have to read these. You are making me want to like right now, as soon as we get off, I'm 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 buying the series. <laughs> because I just I have to know because it, it is uh you know it you have to do you have to make your characters believable and I'm sorry but yeah as 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 18 19 year old young women I mean, I can think back to some really stupid things that I have done in yes. my twenties. That mm-hmm. um, that you know, I look back now and I'm just, oh god, you know, I cringe. So yeah. you know, it, it is That's, that, that is part of life, though, isn't it? I mean, it you, you have to make mistakes in order to learn from them. And and in the story, you know, Cassidy does she does make mistakes, but she kind of owns them. 
and she does learn from them. And I'm hoping that by her showing that, okay, you know, I've made a mistake, I'll put my hand up and I, I know that I need to go and fix it because there comes a point in the story where she kind of says to herself, you know, if I really want a man like Harley, if I want to keep him and if I really want him to love me the way that I love him, then I kind of had to put on my big girl panties and I need to realize that I need to grow up and I need to mature and I need to be more understanding and I need to let go of certain things. And she kind of does get to a point where she realizes that. Um, but she also doesn't just have to deal with the people who don't support them. She also has to deal with health issues, which pop up in book one. And then, you know, there's other things that happen and I don't want to give too much away. So it's really hard to, to talk about it without spoiling anything, but I know. She, she has a bit of a health scare and then, you know, things kind of smooth out because it turns out to be nothing and they kind of get their happy for now at the end of book one, but the readers kind of left with a few questions. They're like, Ooh, you know, what is happening here? And I wanted to do it in that way so that they would continue with the story because it's such a long book and I put my hands up to it. I know that they're both long books, but I kind of felt like every bit of their story needed to be told. And I didn't want to cut anything out of it because it just didn't feel right to me. So, so yeah, so I had to cut the book off at a certain point. And I think that it might frustrate a few readers as well as how I did it, but I'm hoping that the sequel is already out. So they'll forgive me. <laughs> and not crucify me for it um so so yeah and and throughout the story as well like each of them Cassidy and Harley they each have their little sidekicks so Cassidy has Emmy who's her roommate and super amazing best friend and Emmy is the she's the spunky friend that everyone needs like she'll tell you how it is whether or not you like to hear it like she's just going to give it to you and there is a point as well where she just kind of in my head, she was just shaking Cassidy. Like she wasn't physically doing it, but in my head, I right. imagined that's what she would be doing. And she was like, seriously, like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? Why are you being like this? And so Cassidy, it's kind of a wake up call for her. And then Harley has Whitney, who is his gay best friend. And she's a fashion designer and she's fabulous. And she's very much what to Harley what Emmy is to Cassie. She kind of, you know, she sticks by him through thick and thin. They've been friends for years. They kind of get each other. Um, but she's also not afraid to tell him when he's being a douchebag. And there are that. a couple There are a couple of occasions where she's like, yeah, no, buddy, this is not cool. You know, you need to realize that you can't continue to behave this way. Like, it's just not acceptable. And yes. she's not. she's not scared to do that. And I think that's what true friendship is. Like, we all need people in our lives who are willing to give give us the hard talks when we need it you know not in a horrible way but just in a like you know you need to be told and whatever you decide I'm here for you but I'm going to tell you you're you're acting you make, like an idiot you, make you know like, yeah exactly and you know like get over yourself kind of thing well so, I'm already emotionally invested in the characters from listening to you talk about them um and uh so I well, I'm a little bit biased because I love them all 
<laughs> no, we get attached to our characters. I, I know that I do. Um, and, and, uh, so, but, but I can tell that, uh, that the books are full of a lot of passion because just the way that you talk about them is so very passionate. So, um, and, uh, it's, it's definitely a passionate love <clears throat> story. And, and the, there are, there are some scenes which are, you know, intended for adult readers. Um, but I'm hoping that it's done in a tasteful manner because I really, wanted to write the astrology filled with emotion and I want the reader to feel everything that these characters are feeling it's a dual point of view story so you you get to dive into Harley's thoughts and emotions wow. and, and you get to see Cassie's as well so um so I'm yeah I'm really hope... on board <laughs> oh that's wonderful um will so there yes, be a... sorry, sorry go ahead um, so I was just going to say that that kind of covers book one. Um, and if you wanted me to talk about book two, or did you want me to ask me something first? Well, uh, well I mean, I, I think the the second book in the series, I think we can uh, pretty much uh, uh, say that it will continue to test both Cassidy and Harley's devotion to one mm -hmm. another. So we'll see her... Uh, mature even more and their relationship grow even stronger definitely it's kind of like in in book in the perseverance of us which is the second book it's kind mm -hmm. of like the tables flip a little bit because oh. in in the first one harley's more of the he, he's more of the stronger one in the relationship and he kind of like you know because because cassie's quite immature in in, in relationships and things like that she, she does follow Harley's lead quite a bit but in book two they have to face some some serious issues and Cassidy goes through a lot of stuff and Harley is just you know amazing like capital letters amazing like he's the man you want beside you when when life gets rough I um, love that it's a very that it's 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 a, a healthy relationship um Oh, but. definitely. Like, definitely. It, it, like everything he does is, is for her best in, interest, even if she doesn't always see it that way. Um, but then something else happens to Harley and Cassie kind of has to, has to take the leading role because Harley's not in a position to do it. So she has to step up to the plate and she just grows again immensely into this young woman who just, if you don't think that she has strength, then... I, I, it's an epic fail on my part because she just really she just takes the bull by the horns and she just goes for it and she's just amazing I love her I love uh reading a strong female lead I I, I really truly do um uh and Cassidy sounds like someone that that I'm going to really enjoy reading about will there be a I third will there be a third book in the series or is this is this a, is are there just two well, this is it for the astrology at the moment. I mean, I have been, I have been toying about maybe doing a spin-off <laughs> about about Emmy or maybe Whitney, but um, but I'm I'm working on something else at the moment which is unrelated to the astrology. Um, I was going so to ask. So we'll have to see kind of you know where things take me in the future. But for now, I'm kind of invested in what I'm currently working on. Say no more. Well, so mm -hmm. guys, uh, I'm going to have all of Skylar's 
uh, links in the description below so that you can check her out. Uh, make sure to do that and stay up to date with what she's working on now and make sure to check out uh, the S duology, which is out now. Um, have you have you always been a writer? Has this always been a passion for you? Um, when I was in high school, probably about 15, I used to love writing poems and just kind of expressing my emotions through words because, you know, high school is a tough gig and there's a lot of stuff happening. You know, you, you kind of, you, you go through a lot in your life at a certain age and, you know, friendships, oh, yeah. friendships come and go and, um, you know, boys might come and go and just life in general, there's a lot to deal with and you don't always feel comfortable talking to people about what you're going through. So I kind of found my release through writing and I would, I would write down my emotions and I would capture it. And it was kind of like my diary became like my secret pen pal friend. Like she never wrote back, but boy, did she listen. <laughs> she she no, was weird a fantastic listener. You're almost, you're describing me um, uh, whenever you're taught, because that's whenever I really started actively keeping a journal was probably yeah. uh, 15, 16 years old when yes. life is really tough. And yeah. then, um, and then my, my journaling almost became me telling my life story at the end of every day. And then yeah. that helped to create my writing style, which mm -hmm. I have stuck with it just it just gelled yeah it's so true and it's so helpful like it really it helped me anyways because you know it was an outlet for me without feeling insecure that I'm going to be judged for what I'm right. thinking and feeling so like I said yeah my my diary was she was a very close ally and I just I don't think I could have gotten through certain situations without having that outlet so it really helped me and it kind of it kind of went away for a while because you know I went through some personal stuff my dad passed right. away when I, was, when I was 20 and then I did some traveling when I was 21 um I went to England which is where I met my husband and then we moved to New Zealand and we got married and had kids so you know life just kind of got really hectic and busy right. so I, I had Cassidy and Harley's story in my head probably about 10 years ago. And I started writing down a few things. But then, as I said, you know, life got busy and I had kids. And I just kind of put it aside because really, I never thought that anything would come of it. It was just for me. It was a hobby. It was something I wanted to do. But then as I evolved the story, I was like, actually, you know, I did. I, well, I wouldn't say I thought it was good. I just kind of felt like it was a story that needed to be told. And if it could just help one person overcome a little bit of self-doubt issues or just, just anything, you know, just if it could just inspire a few people or just take someone's mind off whatever they were going through, I thought, you know, I'm just going to do this. And I did. And I just sat down one day and I just started hammering it out. And then it just grew from there until until publishing. It's amazing how that happens. Mm -hmm. Outside outside of, of romance, is there a genre that you might want to try and write in the future? Or are you a romance 
that's that's your niche that's your genre because I know for fantasy that's where Mm -hmm. my heart kind of lies and I I don't think that I would write outside of that that genre um I'm just curious I'm very much a romantic at heart like I I love reading romance I love writing romance however my third book which is the book I'm currently working on now was actually supposed to be my fourth book and I started writing another book which is a sci-fi romance it's it has romance elements in there and it's completely told from the male perspective um which is quite odd I think for the romance genre so I'm very nervous but it's it's a sci-fi and it's got a little bit of romance in there. Um, unique, very unique. Yeah, so I, I started writing that and I got about 40,000 words in. And then I started getting to the romance part of the story. And I realized that I was making it too fluffy wow. to, be, to be a sci-fi story. And then I realized, you know what, because of the astrology, because I got so emotionally invested in the love story, I just asked my, I said to myself, I'm not ready to move on from the fluffy romance stuff. So that's why I've now moved on to the fourth, which is what I'm currently writing, which is another romance. Um, so I'm going to finish this one and then I'll go back to the sci-fi. I think I need to get all the fluff out of my system. <laughs> I love it. Well, Tyler, it has been an absolute joy to talk with you today. Um, so much in common. Uh, yeah. You and I. And uh, uh, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Anna, for having me. It's amazing. I've enjoyed every second talking to you, even before we started recording. Just love it. Yeah, just love it. Hey, guys, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss out on some amazing upcoming content um, and and more like this. And um, stay safe, stay healthy. And Skylar, thanks again. Um, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to to read the the astrology. It, it is on my TBR officially now. Thank you. Oh well, I hope you love it. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.